0: So life is pretty crazy and sometimes our emotions can get the best of us. And so many of you asked me, what do you do if you're like really upset and you've kind of specified certain emotions, but whether it's anxiety, frustration, just general anger or um shock whatever it is when you have a really really strong emotion you know they can really really just take you away and it happens to all of us and there's survival responses that get coded into our brain from way back when and we tend to repeat those over and over and we just can't break out of the pattern but we want to be better well today we're going to talk about a couple techniques that I use every time to calm myself down if anything gets too intense and I'm going to share them today Assalamu alaikum. Thank you for joining us here at Mindful Muslim Speaks, the podcast where we are continuously empowering women to grow and strive. We've been doing a, a lot of podcasts lately on all types of self-improvement, and these things can be applied to parenting, just everyday life as a woman it could be career it could be your marriage it could be so many things and we're just getting to the core of kind of how we can better ourselves. and we're going to be doing a lot more of that also in Ramadan so I'm super excited to get to that stuff and just so you know I'm going to be putting together a special group with prizes and all sorts of things so look forward to Ramadan inshallah ta'ala we can spend it close together and getting to better levels of ourselves. If you already know me, my name is Mindful Muslima, and I'm a mother of five and kind of a big sister to the community, a licensed educator of 20 years, kind of just sharing a lot of what I have gained over the years with you. And you are so kind and gracious, always sending me just beautiful messages of love. So if you're one of those people recently, and I, and I haven't gotten a chance to speak to you one-on-one, I just want to say thank you so much for the beautiful messages and for the, the continuous podcast um, responses and Instagram responses and on YouTube and everything else thank you so much for tuning in and being a part of this family um I I don't get to to thank you guys as often as I want to because we've just really been building building a village here and I really really love it um in the beginning of every podcast I try to give a shout out today I want to give it super quick to Nadia Nadia you know who you are you are a mom who is just um she's a single mom with um a couple of children, a good, a good amount of children actually. And she is just the bravest soul that I've met in a while. And just an absolutely wonderful human being. And she, she does share my content and she does send messages to me and beautiful, even voice messages. And I send them back to her and we chat and we've never met in our lives and that's the beauty of Instagram right and so I just wanted to say thank you so much Nadia for being just kind of almost like an ambassador for mindful muslima and talking about it to others and just sharing it on your stories and everything else and especially today she gave me like a beautiful um or the other day she gave me like a really um nice Telling everybody to listen to the podcast and i want to say thank you so much because you are just so brave and I really, really enjoy talking to you and you're an inspiration even to me. So, Jazakumullahu Khayrun for everything you have said. And so, um, if you want to get a shout out on the podcast at all, just share my stuff on IG, leave me a review on Apple Podcast. I'm always reading them personally, inshallah um, ta'ala. So, um, getting on to today, I just want to help ourselves kind of identify some triggers And think about some calming techniques, some very brief ones that we could use anywhere we are at any time. And these are ones that I often use. And it's going to be a mix again of like a modern psychological approach and also the Quran and Sunnah. So these things are really easy to use and you could use them regardless of the emotion that you're experiencing. And I thought that'd be super useful today since life is tough, right? And it's always throwing things at us. Now, maybe you don't know what your triggers are in regards to different parts of your life. It could be, you know, in your career. It could be, um, you know, just in your marriage, in your parenting, whatever. But I really, really suggest that you look into it and you invest some time into figuring what they are because they usually happen in patterns and then they're a lot easier to address. So today, I'm just going to be talking about some of them so that you can kind of figure out where your buttons are that trigger you to have these responses and and we're going to try to identify the triggers and once you can identify the triggers then you're going to be having a lot easier time and at least knowing how to respond to them and then it becomes just a matter of practicing this response over and over and over. And if you've heard my last uh, podcast on digging trenches and how we tend to have the same thoughts over and over and they dig a deep trench in our mind. And that's why it's so hard to break these old habits because of these neuropathways. I know I get all sciencey here, right? Neuropathways that we're digging deep and deep and deep within ourselves. Um, It just is because we've done it so many times and we got to break ourselves out. And it's totally possible, guys. I want us to realize the immense power that we have with our mind and our, our psyche and just so many things and obviously the help of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for which there are no restrictions so I'm just here to show you this step by step because I wish somebody would have showed me and it's kind of like my gift to the world um, trying to, to wish better for other women and um, inshallah ta'ala we're gonna get to them right now okay so I'm going to do right here is show you kind of how you can identify a trigger. And this is something you could use, like I said, regardless of where you are, whether it's for parenting or for career or just your own personal self. Um, I'm going to use an example from parenting just because I know at some point, usually people end up having a family and it could be super relevant. And it's also just a generally good um, example of how us and identifying where our triggers are can also affect other relationships we have. And we all have relationships at different levels and capacities. So I think that's also um, super relevant. So um, first of all, like identifying triggers is something that you have to actually stop and mentally do in this exercise. Now, identifying your trigger is not impossible to do. But the importance of, in- of identifying the trigger is what I really want to focus on first. I just want to mention that if you can identify what's triggering you, you can then be ready for when it happens and then like counteract it. Same thing with children. Um, What you're going to learn about in my parenting um, stuff that I'm going to put out more and more and more is that if you can identify the triggers of your children, because there are patterns of exactly when they're true. And it might sound like sometimes they're just always just, you know, whining or giving you a hard time or fighting. They're actually triggers. You have to actually follow the patterns in their behavior, identify the trigger and then address the trigger, it's the same thing with our own self. And the more we get used to this idea of taking stock of what's actually going on as opposed to just carrying on and dealing with it in a reactive manner then we're going to learn that our life is going to become a lot easier and happier until then. And my shift in doing that is what actually changed everything for me. And that's really what I'm all about in this podcast is just sharing with you things that are like small, um, totally obtainable life shifts that can really impact your life in big ways. So yeah identifying your triggers don't you think back to a time when you felt a really strong negative emotion towards your child and if it wasn't your child you could just think about it towards another person for yourself right so once you were in this particular you know moment where this thing happened this trigger happened that made you super upset um you might Notice that your body did something maybe like you would say like quote unquote your blood started boiling you felt like the pit of your stomach crunch you noticed that your face started to scrunch up you felt like you wanted to wave your finger or throw your hands up or something whatever the your actual body did I want you to just think about what your body does in that moment maybe it's like your shoulders are tensing up whatever it is in a time where you might have wanted to yell at one of the children that you have and your child might have started fighting with another child for example but you know the funny thing is the child fighting with another child is not a trigger Um, a spouse saying words that are harmful to you are not the trigger the trigger is kind of what's happening inside of you in the reaction to that particular circumstance So that's a circumstance that's happening, and the trigger is the thing inside of you that is igniting that fire inside of you that's saying, ooh, I'm super anxious right now. I'm super nervous. There's a lot of you guys that DM me about anxiety. So I'm talking about finding out what is triggering a strong emotion. In this case, I'm using anger. I've also talked about that before in previous podcasts, like um, in the Take Back Your Life series, and maybe I'll I'll link it below in the show notes. But the thing is, at the end of the day, we have to figure out what is triggering us and what is upsetting us to the point where we're getting out of our comfort zone and kind of into the strong emotion. So I'm going to show you how kind of an example of how you can do it with a child. So let's pretend one of your children is fighting with another child or, or even fighting with you. They're just talking back to you. Um, let's, and I'm going to make up a total (laughs) fake scenario. So, um, but I I really want to use it for the purpose of showing you how I'm going to walk through the process of identifying the trigger and then what you could do to calm yourself down when you do get triggered and child died. Okay. So let's pretend, uh, the child is fighting and I hear disrespect and disrespect makes me feel uncomfortable and I get this nervous feeling in the pit of my stomach and I begin to feel agitated. So the question I'm going to ask myself is Why does this disrespect cause me to feel these feelings? What was I taught about disrespect as a child? What happened to me when my parent um, perceived that I was being disrespectful? When my parent thought I was disrespectful, maybe I got physically punished. So I perceived that my child being disrespectful is something that needs to be punished. Do you see how I kind of walked through that exercise? I went deep into why that child doing that thing is bothering me. Well, when I was a child, I was taught that that's not good. And when that wasn't good, my parent responded like this. And, you know, the reason I feel like I need to respond like this is because that's what happened to me when I did that thing. And yeah, you shouldn't disrespect people and la, 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 la. So this is where the the trigger is coming from. It's your feelings around this particular action that is doing it. Now, let's pretend you don't have children just for the sake of that to help people out. Let's pretend your spouse says something to you that just tips you off. Or a parent says something to you in a certain tone or a certain thing. Why is that? Like, what is it about what they said that is upsetting you? Why does that tone cause you to feel those feelings? Or why does that specific phrase that they said really get you feeling emotional? You have to get deep into that and then ask yourself, like, what were you taught around those types of things around talking to someone in that tone or or saying that to someone what were you taught about that and then kind of get deep about what what would what were the repercussions that you saw that happened when you saw that happen and this is just us kind of taking stock like i said of our past experiences and the could be even unconscious messaging that we were told about a particular thing. Now, your brain is always signaling that you have to basically take action to stop something. So maybe your child's fighting. Let's go back to the, the parenting. Your child's fighting. And that's disrespect I was told disrespect is not good I, I was physically punished when I was disrespectful so I'm thinking I have to do something now because my child is being disrespectful my brain is signaling to stop these feelings that are uncomfortable for me and usually once your alarm is triggered you're flooded with hormones that increase your agitation and then you start to feel super strong and aggressive and the need to release this horrible tension so maybe you yell at the child or maybe you wag your fingers or maybe you like you know um, grab the child and say stop you know in, in an assertive way way whatever it is you feel the need to put a stop to whatever's happening or to show your agitation with a particular situation and I want you to notice what I learned to notice about strong feelings and our need to stop them and stuff notice that the child's fighting in this situation actually has little to do with our reaction okay the circumstance merely is setting off a chain reaction it's lighting a fuse. It is doing something inside of us, but the child itself isn't enough to cause that rage. See, we tend to blame our kids when they upset us. We tend to blame our spouse when they upset us. We blame our job. We feel rightfully so. Yeah, they shouldn't have said that to me. Ooh, they shouldn't have done that. But it's not the actual circumstance. And I want us to shift our thinking around that. It's not that that is lighting the fuse. It is something deeper, deeper, that that thing is triggering inside of us and basically we have to learn how to put out the fuse before you just kind of like internally explode and if you have too many of these instances this can cause a lot of stress in your body which can cause other physical ailments right and just an overall general horrible life how about that right so like overall for our mental clarity and our and our spiritual peace and all these things we're trying to reach um we have to get a hold of what is triggering us, how to put out that fuse before it just goes off and and really just learn about that. And and what is really important here is the next thing I'm about to say. I want you to listen really closely. There is a space between every action in your life and, a re- and your reaction. Somebody cuts you off in the highway. That moment of that action happening, there is a space between that and you reacting to it. Could be verbally, could be physically. There is a space between the action of your child doing something that irritates you and you responding. There is a space between you at school and, and you, and somebody else outside in the street says something to you, or, or even, um, I was thinking of school like is in university or like maybe even, you know, your spouse or whatever it is, your boss, there is a space between that moment, that circumstance occurs, that action occurs and your reaction. And that time, it could be 10 seconds, 20 seconds, 30 seconds in between is something we need to learn to harness that space of time. If we can harness that and control it and get right there, right at the moment, then that is where we will find the solution for our problems. Now, The prophet peace be upon him, you know, when he... He would teach people that anger is from Shaitan, and that this this gut re- like reacting of things, it's not healthy. He would encourage us to say Alhamdulillah and be quiet and be peaceful about things and not react immediately like that gut emotional reaction because it is not really healthy. And so at the end of the day, that's really what we're trying to do here, right? We're trying to adhere to that. And we also know that psychologically, it's not good for us. And even modern day psychology says harness that space. So harnessing that space and time is going to really, really help us to change things. And I'm about to give you the steps right now, inshallah ta'ala, and how to actually change that around. So let's talk about that. Now, there are a lot of techniques and methods that you can use to calm yourself down, but mastering that space is critical. And if you do not ever learn to master that space, it doesn't matter what next steps I give you or anyone else gives you. So I just want to just emphasize that. Now, awareness harnesses the space. Let me explain to you how you harness the space. I'm going to say it again. Awareness. That means stopping and recognizing. So I'm about to like blurt out something at someone. Wait a minute. Stop myself. What just happened? What is the best reaction right now that is most beneficial? So compassion is actually what puts out the fuse. So we tend to have maybe a bad feeling towards someone. And that's why we're going to have that reaction. Well, they they deserve that. They shouldn't have said that to me wait a minute. We have to find that moment of compassion and empathy with our children, with our coworkers, with random people on the street that just are just angry people that decide that they don't like us for whatever reason, or they feel like the need to say something that's inappropriate. It doesn't mean you're accepting it just because you have compassion. Some people think that that means weakness. Well, I allowed them to talk to me like that. No, you are the wiser person. You are the bigger person. And some people say like, I don't want to be the bigger person. I want to tell them exactly how they made me feel right now. But what is the benefit in that? You see, the prophet, peace be upon him, he used to teach us to do things that are of benefit. Say things that are of benefit or say nothing. It's not going to do you anything but eat you and, and make you angry and miserable. Because once you unleash that, once you allow that fuse to ignite and you just like throw up everything you were thinking onto that person, whoever they are, whether it's a child or an adult, that creates and releases a lot of hormones in you that are going to be really hard to undo that are going to make you honestly miserable as a side effect. So as you think you're solving one problem by allowing that person to understand what they've done to you and trying to like putting them in their place, you're actually ruining your own self and I'm ruining my own self. So the minute I realized that it was really counterproductive and, and you know, it's kind of counterintuitive, then I, that's when I realized, no, I need to actually do this. So be aware of what's going on in your body and mind when the negative feelings happen. Just take a deep breath, Put your hand on your forehead or over your heart and just say this to yourself as you're trying to catch that space. And this is what I say. I have a choice in this space. I do. So someone cuts me off on the road. Take a deep breath. Let it out. Put your hand on your heart or your forehead. Just make it like something that a pattern that you do because you're trying to undo a pattern so you're creating a new one. I have a choice in this space. And now that you're aware of the choice to let the fuse burn or go out. So you're you're choosing, right? And then you're gonna let compassion in the next thing you can say to yourself, if you want to write these things down, you can, guys. It's not a lot. It's just teeny weeny things. You can even write them on a little piece of paper and stick them in your pocket and carry them around with you. We're okay. It's not an emergency. I'm calm and I'm capable of handling this. I can do this. You know that person needs my help right now. Maybe it's your child that ch- my child needs my help right now. I can do this. This is not at the end of the world. I know it might feel like it in that moment but it's not, I can do this. So notice you probably always told yourself horrible things. So you're kind of changing that narrative and saying positive things now. Affirmation, right? So you're just like, I can handle this. It's okay. This is not an emergency. I'll get through this right now. What can I say that would be positive? I'm like That's it. And so these compassionate thoughts that tell you like that person is probably heavy. You could say something compassionate about the other person. Oh, my child needs me right now. They need my help. Or That person probably, um, you know, is, is, is having this experience today. They might've had a horrible experience and they're just projecting it on me. I need to feel compassion towards that person, whatever it is. Now let's just look at some actual calming down techniques. That was just to harness the moment. If you need some extra help, that was just some extra help for you. If you can, you could just say, stop, you know, let me just think about what's happening right now. But if you can't, you could just take a deep breath and say, I have a choice right now in this space. I'm just repeating. We're okay. It's not an emergency. And I'm calm and I'm capable of handling this. And if you want to say something compassionate about the other person, you can. And again, I used to like even write that down and carry it around with me. Because in the moment, sometimes you're like, what's that thing? I have to remember to calm myself down. <laughs> like it's, I know it's hard, right? So love me make it easy for us, guys. No worries. Be kind to yourself. Changing yourself takes time, but definitely try and try to do this every single time. I said the same thing with my last podcast. When you want to change yourself, guys, you don't just do it. Sometimes it's not going to work every single time we were filling the holes in for those trenches. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, listen to the podcast before this one. Okay, calming down techniques. The Prophet, peace be upon him, he told us if you're standing to sit, if you're sit to lie down, the point is that you might have to actually change your physical position sometimes because you're stuck in something. And sometimes your physical position will affect you emotionally. So for me, like once in a while, if I get really, really upset and I'm driving in the car, I will pull over the car and I will actually get up and walk outside and walk around. You know, whatever it is, you're supposed to just change your physical position. And sometimes it actually means in a physical space, you have to actually go outside or change rooms or like that. And if it's possible, it's not always possible, but if you can, it's a really good thing. Especially if you can go into an open space, like if you're in a building, you go take a walk outside. Sometimes some good sunshine on your face and and the breeze can actually do wonders. You can't imagine to change your emotions immediately. It's something with the human being that these things work. This is why we're encouraged to do them. So that's the first thing. You might have to just change your physical position, go outside, change your physical space. Another thing you could do is you could do deep breathing. I've noticed that when you take, and, and this, I've tried, this really, really works. I and mean, it's repetitious. So let me give you an idea of what it would be like. Deep breaths in for the count of four. So it's like, and then you let it out really slow, maybe to the count of seven or 10. Some people do it, you know, it was seven and eight, nine, ten, but just long out, right? Like, Okay, And you're going to do that maybe four times. Breathe in for half the time. Breathe out for double the time. And you're going to notice immediately that it's very soothing. It really, really is. Some people, they don't like to do that. Some people, they need to like get that energy out. You might have to do some jumping jacks, some push-ups, like whatever it is. You might have to just take a brisk walk around the block. Some people have to actually let that energy go. And some people need to calm it down. Let me tell you the secret about this. The secret I learned in life is you got to learn what works for you. For me, it could be breathing. For you, it could be walking. For somebody else, it could be sitting down. For someone else, it could be standing up. There is no universal solution. I'm giving you multiple things to try. And in the end, you're going to figure out what works for you because what works for you is what's important. You're your own unique human being. You need to just kind of get in touch with like what works for you. And so another thing you could try is you could repeat affirmations. Again, this one helped me too. I'm a peaceful person. I I can handle this situation. I'm totally capable of handling this. I know Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala can make this better for me. I know this is happening for a reason. I trust you Allah. I trust you Allah. I trust you Allah. And maybe there's even certain du'a you want to say, right? Like like uh there is no you know might. except you're, you're gonna say these things over and over or it might be one or two dua that you want to say say them over and over and over in your head as kind of this way for you to give yourself a positive affirmation instead of whatever negative thing you might be feeling again these are just different options to try I'm going to give you one or two things. You might have to actually call someone and have a conversation. Sometimes you just need to get it out of your chest, guys. But I would say this with the caveat that you're not going to call and complain and moan and whine. That's not what we're doing. It's totally different to seek counsel or naseha versus just to complain. Another thing you might have to do is just close your eyes and imagine yourself in a peaceful place. And in your most, you know comfortable place you are and I'm not here right now I'm here I'm going to take a moment to myself. I deserve a moment and I'm going to get, I'm going to feel better. Let me just take a deep breath. Imagine I'm on that beach in the middle of that Island and and the breeze is blowing and I feel the warm sun on my face and I could hear the ocean crashing and it's just so good right now. Put yourself in another place that could work. The last thing I'll suggest is journaling. Sometimes like for me, I learned I had to just get that feeling out. I didn't necessarily want someone else to hear me as much as I needed to get it out of my chest that I felt I said it. And once I did, I felt a release. So, you know, it's funny too at different points in my life, I felt that something worked more than another. So you might need to journal at some points in in, in your emotions and some other ones you might have to tell yourself positive affirmations. Let's say you're driving down the street and you're on the way to somewhere really important. You're not going to have time to pull over and journal, but you're really upset right now. It might be in that time you're going to do the deep breathing. It might be in that moment that you're going to be saying the positive, you know, things to yourself or making that du'a. It might be in another time where you're able to get out and move about and you're like, guys, I'm sorry. I just need to take a five minute break. I need to just walk outside for a minute. Take that. It's your right. Okay. So I just want to tell you that you might be thinking, how am I supposed to be doing all that? when i have this crazy situation happening maybe that's just not possible the point is that this entire process i'm describing is going to take less than two minutes believe me it's much easier than you think and so this is something that you really need to learn how to do and let me tell you a bonus if you do this every time you're upset and you are a parent you're modeling for your child indirectly totally unconsciously how to handle stress and that is a beautiful lesson imagine how much further ahead they will be than us when they're adults. And I just want to say that I know it's not easy, but be kind to yourself. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make it easy for you guys. I just want to share with you kind of a way to identify triggers, calm yourself down. Please feel free to rewind this as many times as you need to. Share it with someone you think could benefit. Another sister that you think really needs to hear this, that you know is having a particularly tough time in their life. Everybody needs to do these types of exercises guys we're all human and we're learning what managing uh, our emotions you know is and and kind of maybe doing for the first time or maybe you've done it before but you forgot because you got so busy and so stressed and you got to bring it back into your life no worries that's why we're here we're here together we're building that village we're always here for support may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make it easy for you guys may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bring you to the best of success in the dunya and the akhirah. assalamu alaikum rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.